Welcome to Education Beat. I'm Ann Vasquez, CEO of EdSource. California community colleges are trying to reach a whole new group of students, immigrants who don't speak English fluently. A new law removes barriers to allow more students to enroll in courses in Mandarin, Spanish, Russian, Korean, and other languages. Having this door open has really boosted their confidence. Now they feel they're able to take on the world. Any assignment, they're able to do it. Why is it important for students to be able to take classes in their native languages? And what kind of classes will be offered? Here is this week's Education Beat with host Zadie Stabley. Bonnie Perez immigrated to the U.S. from El Salvador when she was 15. My plan was, after high school, I'm going to university. But, you know, life is life. And so many things happened in my family. Um, so I had to start working. Bonnie started working as a nanny. And she loved taking care of kids. Her mom and her sister are also nannies. As the years passed, Bonnie's dream of going to college faded. But then her mom gave her a talking to. My mom said, no, what are you going to do with your life? Think about your future. She said, go in and, and enroll. Just go and apply. So Bonnie applied to West Los Angeles College. During the day, she kept working as a nanny. And at night, she started taking classes in child development. And that was it. My life changed completely. I saw myself as more. I saw myself as someone that was capable. And first I said, I'm just going to get my four classes just my first classes to work as a preschool teacher. That's all I'm going to do. But no, I, I just loved it. She ended up getting her associate degree, then transferred to CSU Dominguez Hills to get her bachelor's. And eventually she went on to earn a master's degree in child development. Today, Bonnie is a professor at West LA College, where she first took college classes. I love working as a nanny. I love children. I love teaching. And now I love teaching the ones that teach children. Bonnie hadn't seen a lot of other nannies taking child development classes. And a big part of that is because the classes were all in English, and many nannies don't speak English fluently. But there's a shortage of preschool teachers in California, and Bonnie saw an untapped group of people with lots of hands-on experience working with kids who just needed the child development courses to become preschool teachers. So when Dolores Gallegos, who's the director of the child development program at West LA College, asked Bonnie what she thought of the idea of offering some classes in Spanish, she was enthusiastic. And she'd say, do you think there's a population that it's a need for this type of classes? And I said, yes, I am sure that there is a population, which is the community of nannies. This is Education Beat, getting to the heart of California schools. I'm Zadie Stavely. This week, community colleges start teaching immigrant students in their native languages. Some community colleges have offered courses in other languages before, but in order to take those courses, students were required to also enroll in an English as a Second Language course. So for example, if students took a child development course in Spanish, they would also have to take an ESL class. Bonnie says that was really hard for students, especially if they were also working full-time, if they had families, or if they had to travel long distances to get to school. It was a struggle for them. We lost a couple of students because of that. 
A new law, Assembly Bill 1096, will remove the requirement for students to take ESL if they want to take courses in Spanish or Mandarin or any other language. My colleague Michael Burke wrote about this new law for EdSource. Hi, Michael. Hi, Zadie. Michael, community college officials told you that this law could be a game changer. Why, why did they say that? Well, they had some good evidence. So there was a pilot in the L.A. community colleges. They offered 60 classes in four languages, more than 1,000 students enrolled, and almost half of them were first-time community college students. So just based on that pilot, they think that it's possible there could be a lot new first-time students across the state if, if other districts you know, do the same thing and offer classes under this new law. And, and the reason they think it's so attractive is because enrolling in the ESL class, they think for a lot of students is a barrier, mostly because of the time commitment. You know, it's an extra class you have to take. It can also, you know, maybe be a difficult class. So they think that, you know, just, just kind of making it easier on students will make a big difference. Tell us a little bit more about that pilot program that Los Angeles District launched um, this year. Like what, what kind of courses and what kind of languages and how did it go? Yes, yeah, so it was four different languages, Spanish, Mandarin, Russian, and Korean. In the spring, there were 60 classes. And I talked to an administrator at the LA Community College District. I think they saw the most interest in like child development courses. Um, they also had classes in business, computer science, computer literacy, and they're expanding that in the fall. They're going to have, um, I think, 86 classes. And the genesis of it, again, was that they, they, they believed that there was sort of this hidden group of adults in, in, in Los Angeles County, which obviously has a lot of, you know, non-English speakers that maybe would be interested in community colleges if they could, you know, make the point of entry a little easier for them. So, Prior, I, actually, to the pilot, they, they did a survey of their students, and they found that 25% of them cited English proficiency as a barrier. Um, and that was enrolled students, so, you know, that could be almost possibly understating it. You know, if there are students who weren't actually enrolled in the colleges, who, who, who maybe possibly that was the barrier for why they never even enrolled. When Bonnie heard that AB 1096 had passed... We were so happy. Our students were so happy. They celebrated with us because there is now no boundaries. There are no restrictions for them to obtain their dream, to obtain what they have longed for all of these years. She says being able to take classes only in Spanish makes college way more accessible for her students. Some of them do know basic English, but not to understand like theories and all the concepts that we talk about. So the time that it would take them to get from where they are to where they need to be, the years would would pass. And we're talking about working adults with families that sometimes they need to prioritize and say, I can't give five years of my life just to try to feel more confident in English. But with this, since it's in their language, they say, oh, I could do this. Oh, I know how to read. I know how to talk. I know how to present in front of my 50 classmates. So I feel that if they are giving the opportunity, they're going to take it and they're going to change their lives and the lives of others. And we'll prepare a new group of teachers or preschool teachers or educated nannies or, or child care providers that are needed. Bonnie is teaching Child Development 1 in Spanish this semester. For their most recent assignment, she had her students do an investigation on a child. They get to pick the age, but they have to explain every domain of development. 
So they will observe them throughout the day as, as much as they can. The main goal is for them to see their physical development, their cognitive development, their linguistic development, and their social emotional development. So for example, um, for physical development, according to the age that, that they pick, we'll see if the children's able to have grasping, which would be fine motor abilities. For linguistic, the amount of words that the children say. And then for social emotional, are they able to play with others, how they interact with others, how they interact with adults. She has students from several different countries in Central and South America. They're all nannies, just like Bonnie was. And she's impressed with the work they've done in class. They have gone to the library, they have gone tutoring, and they have come to my office hours. And I could see some of them have even submitted it early. I remember when I was back in college, I would see my classmates struggling for two pages and, and they are submitting reports that are six, seven, eight pages long. So I'm, yeah, I'm mesmerized. Michael, tell me what kind of classes might be offered at community colleges across the state in other languages. Well, it could really be almost anything. I know in the Los Angeles pilot, almost all of the classes were non-credit classes. So it was a lot of job training. Some of the classes I mentioned earlier, uh, child care, they also had health care service, automotive um, repairs was one. But the law is really clear that it also applies to credit classes and classes that can be used for transfer. So Theoretically, I mean, colleges kind of have the ability to offer this in whatever they want. Obviously, that would require, you know, finding the faculty to teach those classes and there will be other sort of hoops to jump through. But they definitely um, have the option, I think, to, to offer the classes in almost anything. Michael, I think you spoke with students who had taken some of these courses in other languages. What did they say? Yeah, definitely. I talked to two students, actually. One of them, they're both students at East L.A. College who I met and one of them took a computer science class in Mandarin, and she found it was really helpful because she wants to pursue a degree in, in computer science, but doesn't have a lot of experience with, you know, computers themselves. So for her, like the computers were already really new to her. So that was challenging in itself. So being able to learn it in her own language sort of gave her kind of a foundation that maybe she she wouldn't have had if she tried to you know, take it in English language. So there was another student from Mexico who had been pursuing a degree in Mexico and had to leave Mexico for economic reasons. And she felt like just being able to take classes, she was just taking general ed classes at East LA, but was sort of an easy way to come back and renew her studies, get get a solid footing. But she actually was planning to eventually take ESL classes and, and get English language proficiency there is sort of an expectation, at least from some of the officials I talked to, that they think students, maybe they'll be attracted to, to the college because of this new law. But once their foot's in the door, maybe they will still be interested in taking ESL. Bonnie says her students have shared with her how much these classes mean to them. Some of them had started studying in their, in their countries back home, and they were not able to continue when they came here. And this opportunity really changed their life. Others, I have a student that is 77 years old, and she's saying that she wants to obtain an education in her degree because that will make her feel important. 
because she has been going through so much trauma in her life that she, there was a point where she felt depressed. But this program has changed the way that she sees herself. Um, I also had a student that, and this one did make me tear up. She said that she had to give up education when she got pregnant, but that was her desire. Her desire was to continue going to school, but she said, I'm going to take care of my daughter. She's a single mom. But she told me, my daughter's now going to college. This is my chance to take back my dream. And she did. So having this door open has really boosted their confidence. Now they feel they're able to take on the world. Any assignment, they're able to do it. They feel like, oh, I could be a, I could be a teacher. Some of them say I could be a professor one day like you. And I say, yes, that's what I want. She says the classes are not just benefiting her students, but also motivating their families and friends. Students in my class are telling me, oh, my son is now enrolling in college because he saw me coming to class. And he's enrolling in, in classes that are in English, not in Spanish, but she was the inspiration. We started with 40 students, then we moved to 50. Now we have 80 on the waiting list. Bonnie has this message for listeners. It's never late to start. It doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter what you've been through, where you came from. Starting is the difficult part. But once you're there, if you surround yourself with the right professors, right support group, you will make it and your life will change. So don't wait any longer. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Education Beat, Getting to the Heart of California Schools, a production of EdSource. You can find Michael's story at edsource.org. Our producer is Kobe McDonald. Special thanks to our guest, Bonnie Perez and reporter Michael Burke. Our CEO is Anne Vasquez. Our theme music is from Blue Dot Sessions. This episode was brought to you by the College Futures Foundation and the Heising Simons Foundation. I'm Zadie Stavely. Join us next week and subscribe so you won't miss an episode.